0: Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Thursday, and we're in the season after Epiphany. This part of the church year begins with Jesus' baptism and looks at the beginning of Jesus' ministry, up until the Transfiguration, when Jesus turns to the cross. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Give glory to God, our light, and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving, and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God, and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hands are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. Long ago God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets, but in these last days God has spoken to us by a son. A reading from the Gospel according to St. John, chapter 1, this morning we'll read verses 19 through 28. This is the testimony given by John when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Who are you? He confessed and did not deny it, but he confessed, I am not the Messiah. And they asked him, What then? Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you the prophet? He answered, No. Then they said to him, Who are you? Let us have an answer for those who sent us. Who? What do you say about yourself? He said, I am the voice of one crying out in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord. As the prophet Isaiah said, Now they had been sent from the Pharisees. They asked him, Why then are you baptizing, if you are neither the Messiah, nor Elijah, nor the prophet? John answered them, I baptize with water. Among you stands one you do not know, the one who is coming after me. I am not worthy to untie the strap of his sandal. This took place in Bethany, across the Jordan from where John was baptizing. John, that is the John who wrote the Gospel, not the baptizer, sees the importance of sharing the testimony of those who witnessed with their own senses what happened with Jesus, with those of us who were not so privileged. So, throughout his Gospel and throughout his writings, he presents to us time and time again the testimony of those who saw these things. Over these next few days, we're going to see layer on layer of testimony, starting with John the Baptist and moving on to others, uh, whose names are familiar and some whose names are unknown to us. Of course, being present at those events did not guarantee that you would believe what you saw or heard, but for those who did hear, believe, and then come and see for themselves, Jesus proves to be the Messiah, the Anointed One sent by God to save the world from the powers of sin and death. Or as John says, for those who did believe, for those who do believe, he gives the power to become children of God. In this morning's reading, John simply confesses that he is not the Messiah. And it is interesting to note that John, that is, John the Baptizer, is not denying that he is the Messiah, as if he could be the Messiah if he only agreed to that fact, but but instead he is confessing who he truly is. He is the one who prepares the way, who, according to the prophets, announces the return of God to dwell among God's people, who announces that the time of the fulfillment of those promises of the restoration of God and God's people has now come. He announces the coming of the Son of God, the Messiah. He builds the hope, the expectation, the readiness both bodily and spiritually, of those who hear and trust his messages. He calls them to turn around, to change their life, and then to be baptized in the water and to wait for the appearance of God's presence among them so that they could follow this one that God is sending into the world. By God's grace, by the Holy Spirit's inspiration, by John, the writer of the Gospel, and the Church's care to preserve this testimony and deliver it to us these many years later we have the privilege and the honor of hearing john's testimony with our own ears and through his words and the holy spirit to have our hearts prepared to receive christ in faith the one who comes to love and to save us in this whole world thanks be to god for the testimony of the baptizer and the words of the one who wrote the gospel To shine on those who dwell in darkness, in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness for the communion of faith in your church, for the gifts of relationship with others. For who else? For what else are we thankful for? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world, heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus the living Lord. Especially, we pray, for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, for those who govern the nations of the world, for people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, For all who work for peace and international harmony. For those who are sick in body, in mind, in spirit. For those who are mourning. For those who are persecuted. For those who bring healing and health. Who announce words of comfort. For all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction. For who else and for what else do we pray?